Welcome back to Mutual Victory. This is Matt. This is Jeannie. It's been a while. <sighs> this is the way. Yeah. Um, we're so busy. Ridiculous. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite like it, but, you know, I guess <laughs> beats the alternative. Sure does. Sure does, honey. Yeah. We're super busy. Not even doing a whole lot of fun things. We went to trivia last night. We did. That was fun. That was super fun. I miss trivia. You know, when we lived in Vermont, like before you and I got together, mm-hmm. I had a steady crew that would go to trivia night. And I can't, I was trying to remember what our team name was. And I totally, I could remember the team that was always like our rival because they worked at the Energizer plant they were called the fluffy pink bunnies wow and i can't remember our name it's gonna, it's gonna bug me well now we now we have a new team and group of people and we came in second place it was a lot of fun and it was, you know what the best part you know what the best part was it's kind of like why i love movies or the movies that i love now uh-huh. what do i notice about them it was tight. It was tight. It was done by 8.30. It's a perfect time frame for amazing. us. amazing. Done mm-hmm. by 8.30. We're home by 8.45. Perfect. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Big fan. What's our team name? Secret Cervix. Secret Cervix. That's correct. Yeah. We didn't... We didn't make that up. Make this up. We were recruited we were, to this team that we already were existed. recruited. Because you guys taught high school history. Sure. We must it's know like some a, things repository of lots of useless information you know i uh i gotta say i was marginally helpful were you yeah i got I'm not saying you were unhelpful I got one question yeah oh i got immediately you did which one was it uh the one about rihanna oh yeah that was a great one <laughs> well because it was like it's this artist is her middle name and this is how we know her and she gave the the guy gave us yeah her real first and last name it was yeah, brilliant true. it was good it was great <clears throat> so that was a fun thing that we did and there's been other intermittent fun things and yes uh last week was so busy with camp that podcasting did not happen no. podcasting recording night which used to be tuesday or wednesday <laughs> Which is now migrated to Thursday or Friday morning. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, There was no doing that last week. No. No. So what are we here to talk about today? We are here. Well, here's what I was thinking. We were here to talk about. I was just thinking about who framed Roger Rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) This is in no way related to the topic at hand. I bet you I could uh, link it to the topic at hand. You think so? Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. Oh, yeah, you totally could. Um, but I was thinking of, it was kind of like, it, this must have been done in movies before, but it was like the one time where it was done really well, like mixing animation and live action. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, I don't think it was the first time that's ever been done, but maybe the first time in like a feature film or first time in a while, or at least like maybe the first time it was done really well. It was brilliant. We were really young. <laughs> I saw it in the theater for my birthday. Which means I think I turned seven or eight. Maybe a little too young for that movie. Wow. I know. It was me and mom. Mom took me. So but here's what I was thinking, though. 
I would like to like list a series of movies to watch mm-hmm. where like the theme of the overall theme of these movies is like major technological or special effects breakthrough. Okay. You know what I mean? Like throughout film history. Okay. Like my, my first thing we would watch like King Kong. Like mm. That's how far back, but like, you know, having the planes and the ape and stuff. And then like right. fast forward to like the next big leap in effects kind of thing, you know? So that's something we think of, like, oh, if did who did anyone do something like this before Roger Rabbit with the animation live action? I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Hmm. Also, because we're rewatching Lord of the Rings and Gollum, yeah, who is like an amazing digital character, was probably the f- one of the first really well done digital characters mm-hmm. that like are in the whole movie that had to deliver a dramatic performance. Oh, I thought of that in like, memorable. yeah, and like Empire Strikes Back because Yoda is kind of the same way. Yeah. Where like the, the character is not at all human in Empire is a puppet, but still has to be, has to give a performance. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't work, the movie falls apart. Like I remember George Lucas saying like, this has to work. Like we, if, if it turns out being Kermit, right. this movie is nothing. Yeah. So Golem was kind of the same way. Huh. So I was like trying to think of a list of movies to watch that are like, okay. like that. Yeah. This is a very different direction than the list of movies that I wanted to watch earlier. <laughs> All the Father of the Brides? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Or to compare them. Sure. I don't know who's in the original. I want to say Spencer Tracy, but I don't... I, I don't know who Hold the on, dad was. Out. I don't know who the dad was. I'm pretty sure it was Elizabeth Taylor. Really? And then it was Steve Martin. Yep. And... Um, don't remember her name. Who, the wife or the daughter? The daughter. Uh, no idea. Hmm. She wasn't in a whole lot. No, but Maybe she's not. married to like Brad Paisley or something. She's married to a... Who's Brad Paisley? He's like a country western <laughs> music person. It is Spencer Tracy. Ah. 1950, Spencer Tracy. Joan Bennett. Oh, Elizabeth Taylor plays Kay Banks, who I think is the wife. Oh. And Spencer Tracy plays the father. Who's the... Joan Bennett Joan? is Ellie Banks. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well then. So today we are chatting about the other side of the masculine archetypes that we talked about a few weeks ago. I don't know how long yeah. ago that was. That was like two to, well... It's been two or three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, a few weeks ago, right? We did the masculine archetypes, mm-hmm. and now we're doing the feminine archetypes. And now we're going to do feminine archetypes. And we have to remember too, like when we say masculine and feminine, it doesn't necessarily mean <clears throat> male or female. Uh, because there's, you know, a big, broad range and spectrum of identity around those things. It's more <laughs> I about... I got a broad range right here, I think. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> every time, like when I used to teach humanities, um, but like I co-taught with an English teacher, and he would do these exercises where the kids would read something, like a little passage, and then uh-huh. say like, what's the main idea? Like, was it too narrow or was it too broad? <laughs> be like, hey, I like to get myself a narrow broad. Hey. Wow. I wouldn't say this out loud. Oh, good. Okay. Like, in my head, I wanted to crack that joke, but I never did. No, it wouldn't have landed. 
Yeah. No one. No. No one in the room. No, no. students. Yeah. So. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Uh. And feminine archetypes in you know how they play out in relationship, how they play out in energy levels, just general understanding. And of course, like, you know, for those of you who are maybe new to archetypes, this is like a Jungian psychology Mm, type of thing. So we can understand ourselves and each other a little bit better when we recognize that we bring certain archetypes to the table. We deepen into certain archetypes rather easily and then there's other ones where we're like, ooh, I'm like not good at that one. Yeah, it's when it's at the forefront, I kind of look at someone like, ugh, who, who is the, who, who, what's the archetype he's being now? Because he's, is there a jackass archetype? Because that's what he's being. <laughs> and it's it's not, so I have to like go to the book and figure out which and figure one it out is. what it is. Yeah, it's yeah, usually yeah. some. Usually, it's the like immature masculine. That gets under my skin. Right. Sometimes I'm like, fucking A, would you grow up? This is not the time of the place. Pull it together. Pull it together. Anyone can rally. And you need to rally. Yeah. Do you have a... Um, well, all right. We're not going to start with the negative because that'll just evolve from there. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll show up. So there are many archetypes people can have. Uh, and we stuck to the four main archetypes of masculine energy when we talked before. So we're going to stick to the four main feminine archetype uh, energies. I'm listening and I'm taking notes. And, and, but I want to start with like, and I've asked you this question before. Mm. I ask you this question periodically because I always wonder if it changed changes. What archetype of mine are you the most attracted to? What are my choices? Maiden. Mother, enchantress, wise woman. We may have to go through them, <laughs> and then I will think of them. I'm hard pressed to say mother, only because you seem to be outright rejecting the mother archetype, which means like I'm done with anything <clears throat> that has to do <laughs> with the home. Well, it's funny that you say that because it's true. Like I. I I would say over the last couple of years, I've just been over it. So over it. And I had this realization in like early spring around the equinox. I was like, you know, (laughs) I have this resistance around the mother archetype. And yet so many people in my life in the kindest and most genuine way, you know, will reflect that like I am like a mother figure to them. And people that range in age from the age of our children or younger to, you know, two decades older than I am. Mm. So I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I I maybe want to just look at why I have all this resistance to the mother archetype and lean into it, at least in the level of like grandmother archetype, mm. which sounds like the bonus fun sprinkles part of mothering and and has been. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it, it like, it's the grandmother archetype does also bring the mother archetype because I think your mother acting as a, in the mother role 
with Maddie more than you have because she's been like independent mm-hmm. and branching out on her yep. own and being exploring, you know, doing all the shit and like not being at home. Right. And now like there's a child, it's a little bit more of come back to a uh, little help, little guidance, little right. direction kind of thing, yeah. which I think is very common yeah. in people that have children, you know? Totally. Yeah. Totally. So um, you better not be done with this because this is going on for a while. That's true. And and so I kind of made that like declaration of like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna accept and embrace this very strong mother archetype. And then when I was in Italy at the retreat, one of the final nights, the person who owns the villa gave us all uh the of these little like packets with bay leaves in them and um she wrote different like names um and i would even say maybe perhaps archetypes Mm. on the outside of these little packets and my little packet said earth mother but it said Mm. it in italian oh so it sounds way better uh of course and um and i was like okay you know like here's another scenario where it's like you know being that mother earth mother earth mama archetype Mm. is something that people appreciate and uh and so i'm i'm falling back in love with my mother archetype thank god (laughs) it doesn't mean i'm cooking dinner though uh, i know (laughs) i watch you resist this archetype i'm like you resist this but you're making a lot of choices right now that would lead anyone watching you to believe that this is a role you'd like, like slipping compulsive. into. I can't help like, it. What the hell are you doing? I Let's don't know. Stop it. I, it's it's meant to be, man. It's meant to be. I'm the I'm the mother archetype, I guess. You have a cho- choices. Choices. You're making choices. Well, yes, and there are some things that are just so ingrained in us, you know, and like we could we could chalk it up to culture. I'm, I'll talk about that in a second. Of like, you know what archetypes and it's probably not a mystery of what archetypes in feminine energy we value as a culture. And long before I was really tuned into any of that messaging, like mothering was literally all I ever wanted to do Mm. like ever. And, and there was definitely many, many years of childhood where people would say like, Oh, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like they ask children, like mm-hmm. a five-year-old fucking knows what they want to do when they grow yeah, up. They want to be a dinosaur doctor or an astronaut or a baseball player. Well, it's I wanted to be a mother three. and you know, it definitely had this energy of kind of like a wah, wah, <laughs> like, Oh, that's your, that's your empowered, uh, feminist, you know, mm. response to, to this question. So it's interesting well, how it's like not a very feminist response to your answer to that question. It's, cr- it's crazy, right? Yeah. Like that, that, um, that, that would be the feedback, you know, in that time <laughs> and in that day and age and the people who, you know, were asking me this question, I think they wanted to hear me say astronaut or I said dinosaur doctor. Paleontologist. Paleontologist is the grown-up word. Dinosaur doctor. Just a guy in a clipboard with a white coat mm. and a big little circle. silver circle <laughs> thing on their head. They could have used one in Jurassic Park. The Triceratops was sick. Very sick. Very sick. Um, so wait, okay. the the archetypes are mother, maiden, maiden, mother, enchantress, enchantress. This is the one I forgot. And wise woman. Is that also known as crone? Wise woman. Yeah. Yeah. Let's call her Crone. 
Okay. I like it. Let's crone. Yeah. Crone. Are you, are you take it back? Yeah. I mean, let's let's get rid of any sort of negative connotation the word might have. Aw. Or so cute. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, we cycle through these phases, you know. Um, well, yeah, like, where do we start? Like, if we're going to start, I guess, in, like, chronologically or, like, when a woman would encounter or experience these. We're always experiencing them. Right. It's, it's a little bit more, no kidding, it's more complicated than the milk. <laughs> it's just like a bag of noodles. You don't know where it starts and where it ends. It, it, it's chicken and egg situation. I like a bag of noodles. That's okay. way better. Bag of noodles. Uh, so... We typically have a dominant archetype, like that's, you know, that can cycle through in like larger periods of time in our lives. And, you know, like we could start very simply with, it could be relatively obvious and not always 100% that, you know, when we're younger, we're predominantly in the maiden phase of mm. archetypes. Right. And mean the definition of the word, you know, maiden, maiden is, yeah, yeah, usually a young woman. Um, and... Wait, are we talking about Maiden right now? We are talking about Maiden right what now. What is Maiden music? What's mm-hmm. a Maiden music? Oh, it's like frolicky. Oh. Oh. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't really gotten the idea of post-production yet, have you? <laughs> so, um, we're going to start with Maiden because... Uh, Oftentimes, it's related and equated with the spring season, um, the spring season of life, the spring season outside. And so, you know, the maiden archetype uh, has that energy of just like um, optimism and curiosity and kind of naivete. Yes, kind of uh, independent and carefree. Um, and it's, on. I would say in it's like shadow aspect, it can be a little bit like, you know, discombobulated or, you know, forgetful or kind of... I'm going to throw a term out there. Uh-huh. This is the term you use, so I'm uh-huh. comfortable using it. Okay. Hot mess. Hot mess. A little bit of a hot mess. Yep. So the shadow part of the maiden is hot mess. And you know what's I don't interesting? Know. Hot mess is, is is multi generational. <laughs> um, and what's interesting about you know the the maiden is in her in, in the light aspect of feminine energy in the maiden. It's you know it has that uh, magnetism. Oh. It has that like uh, people, opportunities, projects. Yes, energy. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. And uh, and it is actually the most masculine of the feminine archetypes. Mm. Similarly, we could say that the lover is the most feminine. I was just about to ask or yeah. ask like what, maybe not like what the male or masculine equivalent would be. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, maybe that question. But then also, what would actually be a good pairing? Because just because they're similar would not make them the best. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that we mentioned this when we were talking about masculine archetypes a little bit, because when I look at the way that our archetypes interact with one another, 
when I am in my maiden archetype and when I'm, you know, experiencing that like curiosity and fun and like, let's go on this adventure and let's go on that adventure or let's do activities and things. It is the most easeful if that correlates to you being in your magician archetype. Really? Because you go to that role yeah. of teaching, explaining, showing, um, you know, like the maiden time for me is a time like I want you to teach me a new game. Oh, okay. You know, like that would be like you could you could almost during my maiden time be like, this is a super complicated heavy game. And mm. I would be like, I'm in it. Oh, okay. Like I've got the brain power. Right. I've got the energy to absorb gotcha. learning this like potentially heavy multi-stepped bonkers right. game. It's like a best time to teach rebellion would be in your right. maiden, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. hundred well, percent. Cool. And, uh, for some people, this is their, this is their like most, um, easily accessed archetype. And the thing about archetypes is like, we can cultivate them. We mm. can call them in. We can like engage with certain things more, uh, to to get to experience the fullness of that. Or if it's something that you're like, oh, this might be something I want to grow into on being a little bit more. Mm. Um, you know, someone who maybe is like kind of feeling a lack of inspiration <laughs> in their life might want to cultivate the, ma- mm. the maiden so that they can like be infused in that uh, optimism and curiosity. Yeah, one of the cool things about having an awareness of these things is kind of sometimes there's a misconception about when you identify with one type more than the other, you maybe think that, well, I'm this one and I don't have or I'm not really that one. Right. Which is not true. And you could, like you said, cultivate or lean into or it's like, okay, I got this thing I got to do. Better lean into my magician. And Mm -hmm. this means doing all these other things. And it's like, oh, I I need to lean into the king right now because this needs to get done. And it's having that awareness where like you can be all these things and just because one's easier than another, it doesn't mean that it's not accessible. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, like we can, for people who bleed, who have like a monthly cycle, you can track a lot of these archetypes naturally falling into place based on that. So if it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> What is that from? It's for Predator. Why is it always about Predator? It just is. I don't make the rules. I don't make it happen. It just always comes down Next to Next time it. we watch Predator. It should be tonight. Can we now watch The Burbs or Two Towers and watch Predator? What do you mean? You said we were going to watch Two Towers. All right, fine. Watch Two Towers. Predator's tomorrow, though. Okay, but when we watch Predator, I want you to be on the lookout for feminine archetypes. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a scene when Jesse the Body Ventura... Uh-huh says that he he don't got time to bleed. Okay. So maybe he's leaning into his crone. Crone. Wow, look at you. <laughs> all right. Yeah. There's also a scene where all the dudes are shooting automatic weapons at the predator while it's running through the jungle. That would be maiden. There's some strong feminine energy in that That scene. would be maiden archetype yeah. energy right yeah. there. Yeah. So the maiden is very assertive. It typically comes into play hormonally right after you're done bleeding. And... So that's like a time that like there's there's just like 
no mincing of words. It might actually be the time of the month for me where I do actually say what I want clearly. Huh. And this is after the bleeding. After the bleeding. <laughs> which is what it's going to be called now. Okay. Uh, blood rage. Uh, after the blood rage. After the bleeding. Okay. Uh, being social, being around people, wanting to... I don't give a shit about that. I want the more of saying exactly what you need. How do I channel... How do I, without walking around and saying, can you channel the maiden, please? <clears throat> oh, wow. So I okay. This knowledge is going to be really dangerous, so... Honey, knowledge is just nearly always wonderful. You're all... You, you may regret it before we're done recording, <laughs> if not sooner. Uh, and you're still not getting off the hook for what your favorite archetype is. No, like once we review is. them... And you don't I'll... get to just say maiden because it's when I ask for what I want. I can say whatever I want, first of all. <laughs> Number two is, once we go through them all, and I can have some more knowledge some clarity. and clarity, and I reflect, and okay. I'll be able to easily answer and give you lots of reasons why. Okay. So, after the maiden comes the mother. The mother archetype, uh, and it's often associated the most with summer, hmm. time of year, so it's easy easier to step into the mother archetype during the summer What's time. mother music? I'm just thinking of Danzig. Mother, <laughs> tell your children not to walk my way. That's probably copyrighted. It's most definitely copyrighted. <laughs> so we need some other mother it's music. Good. Um, we could lean into the Danzig type of riff. Okay. All right. Mm. Mother, don't take no shit. <laughs> good God. Okay. <clears throat> I love that that's where you went because... In my mind, it's like the lullaby song from Lady and the Tramp, or like, um, you know, Well, maybe if I was around <laughs> during the early stages of motherhood when the children, uh -huh. Uh -huh. I walked in at like adolescence. <laughs> so that sounded like, have you lost your goddamn mind? I would never say that. You ever. Have. Well, you have said, have you lost your mind? Yes, I did not swear about it. Let's just be clear. Okay. We're just blowing up my yelling, making it. I've even. seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. Nobody will believe you. Bullshit. Um, so the mother archetype is is uh, related to the season of summer. And a lot of times it's like we just automatically go to the place of like birthing, raising children, birthing, raising children. However, um, the mother archetype is about how to balance nurturing something. It could be things that aren't necessarily human, uh, but not be in control. Mm. So gardening, mm. people who garden, who grow things, farming, like that is absolutely mothering. So the it, next time you walk in that garden, you know you're going to hear that dancing song, right? <laughs> I just hope so. It. I'm going to be disappointed if I don't know. <laughs> Because you're just, you know, actively creating the soundtrack of my whole life every yeah. day. So it's the creating without controlling, is that what you said? Yep. Yep. And it's also about recognizing that we don't create on our own. You know, we're we're actually co-creating with source, the divine force, whatever we want to call it. It's um you know, it's something that is bigger than us that that moves into creation and we get to like be a part of it but we don't get to control it in any of its unfolding 
Uh, of course, like the mother archetype is super connected to all things that have to do with the earth mm. and plants and animals and elements and the nature and, um, you know, the important aspect of the mother archetype is to recognize that in order to nourish others, we have to nourish ourselves. And so that's, uh, um, so self-care self-care. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like legit sustainable self-care, not like, I think we're too old to say legit. Why? I don't know. We just no, are. we, we are the generation that can say legit. All right. Wasn't it like an MC Hammer thing originally? Uh, yes, he was too, too legit. legit. So too legit to quit. To quit. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> not like you know fake ass self care of like <laughs> I'm gonna drink this bottle of wine in the bathtub. No, the the best example I overheard was like, oh, I went to this music festival. Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. I just got back into town today, so I was late for... So I didn't go to school on Monday. <laughs> self-care. Like, that. that's not self-care. That is not self-care. I mean, it's not bad that you did that thing. Right. You went that's to that great. Thing. It's awesome. It's great, and you should do it. But yeah. the taking the day off to recover from it is not self-care. That's like recovery. Right. It's not the same thing. Right. Yeah. And this isn't a self-care episode, so we're not going to get into the new We are not doing one of those. <laughs> You you know what? If you want to do a self care episode, you can have a special guest. Oh, I will okay. allow it. You'll allow it. Will you be here for it? Yeah. Who else? I don't is actually gonna, want to do a self care. Who episode? else is going to like point. click all the buttons and make sure the shit is set up? Yeah, it's all you. Yeah. Yep. Which archetype is that? With the setting up of the things. Mm-hmm. Probably magician. Yeah. 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 Love that magician. <laughs> So what, sorry, were you done? Okay, so again, like this is typically during your ovulation phase. Oh, okay. So if we're going in, you know, order that there really isn't a beginning or an end, technically, uh, for people who ovulate, when you're in that stage of your cycle, then the mother archetype can easily come in. And again, if you don't ovulate or you don't have, a cycle that's easy to track, you can cultivate the mother archetype, you mm. can call it in. So um, being outside, being in nature, growing things, planting things, um, things like uh, integrating community and creating connections between other people is uh, is a mother archetype thing, as well as like things like tradition. Mm. Oh, you're not even going to sing it? I don't want to riff too much. Okay, fine. Tradition. Tradition. Uh, weaving things like tradition and ceremony and ritual and like holding those kind of spaces, all of that is uh, mother archetype. I'm sorry. What I'm, are you I'm, laughing I'm about? I'm laughing because we had a discussion yesterday about how much I hate. Wow. He uses the word hate a lot. Ceremony? It's not that deep. Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot Remember? about this. Not all ceremonies on principle. I was like, uh, weddings? But some princip- some <laughs> ceremonies. No, no, no. Not weddings. Not on principle. I'm not like anti-wedding. That, like anything like that. I just want it to be meaningful. Mm-hmm. Like you go to a wedding mm-hmm. where it looks like 
someone made decisions about based on what they thought a wedding should look like and not what they they wanted, Mm -hmm. who they are. Like if we've said this before, we, especially with our wedding, we wanted people to leave that wedding with a really good glimpse of who you and I were. Right. Like if somebody came from my side of the family by the end of the wedding, they were going to have an idea of who you were. Right. Who you are as a person. Going to some weddings, especially I'm reflecting on some I went to in my 20s. Yeah. With very young, still friends. It's like this wedding could be any other wedding. Right. If I didn't already know you two or know you, I learned nothing from this. So what I'm hearing, though, is that it's so it isn't like you dislike ceremony and ritual. You Uh, want it to have some depth to uh, it. yes yes there wants to be some depth and if it could be under 45 minutes that's fucking <laughs> perfect we're mo- back to the keep it tight my mind can only absorb what my seat can endure keep it tight keep it mantra tight. keep it tight okay no act two at the wedding no wedding is no okay good to know good to know uh yeah, so this is these are some of the ways that you can cultivate mother archetype energy. And so I think like because socially we tend to value maiden and mother archetype energy as, you know, the feminine energy standard, uh, you know, when I get angsty about things, I push back on anything that is considered like standard or, you know, this is the the one to focus on. And interestingly enough, in my 20s, uh, I I had grasped so hard to that mother archetype mm. and um and and received some pushback from people who were like, well, don't you want more for your life than, you know, the this mothering that you're doing 24/7 and like what else are you going to do? So it's very interesting how that the that pendulum just swings from like this is what is expected to you. No, this is what is expected of you. No, this is what is expected of you. And well, it seems like this, these archetypes are very like stage of, at least on the surface, life stage dependent mm. where like as a mother, your role is like a mother, like the, the when you're the most intense level of mothering yeah, is probably up until 20 something. And then sometimes that tapers off. Right. So like that role is like somewhat limited. Whereas the male or masculine archetypes aren't necessarily attached to a life stage. Right. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, although I would say that um, there are certain masculine, you know, I would say that like a warrior has a youthfulness to it and King has a maturity mm. to it. Totally. Um, you know. Ooh, speaking of, what is the masculine partner to the mother? Can I so guess? The, yeah, you want to guess? I was going to guess king. No. <sighs> no, the masculine archetype to the mother would be warrior. Oh, okay. You know, um, creating that protection and, uh, you know, it's like the... <clears throat> archetypes of parenting that can go around along with like, you know, this, there's typically regardless of genders that are present or um, identities that are, that are present. It's like someone is going to fall into the nurturing role Mm. 
typically, and someone is going to fall into kind of the discipline role or the, um, you yeah. know, I need to teach you the lessons so that you don't just fuck up all the time kind what of role. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, this reminds me of another conversation we had. I think we had it this morning, and we also sort of had it when we talked about travel, where only one of you is allowed to lose their mind mm-hmm. at any time. Mm-hmm. And then someone else, the other one has to be the grounded one. Right. Yeah. And that that is also true when parenting. Like, yeah. you know. You can't both lose your mind. You can't both lose your shit at the same time. Like... You kind of need to like pass the baton. You need to take it in shifts. <laughs> you clocking out? Good. God damn it. I am done. I am done. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so exploring creativity. Um, one of the reasons that I would say that the mother, the other reason, the mother archetype outside of thinking about like mothering children, raising family, that kind of stuff, but the creative aspect right? It's really hard to be in a creative mindset if you do not feel safe Mm. and protected. Mm. And so that warrior archetype Mm. that can come in can create this zone of protection so that the mother archetype can create and flourish and, Mm. you know, Mm. those kind of things. So yeah, those two archetypes go really well together. And, you know, the warrior archetype also um, has kind of like a, a like honor and duty aspect yeah. mm-hmm. to it too. And so personally, you know, I can everyone's experiences through these archetypes are different, but I can say personally when I'm in my mother, my mothering archetype of, you know, just being able to be creative and kind of going with the flow of inspiration and making time for, myself you when you're in your warrior archetype Mm -hmm. do like such an incredible job of protecting that space for me like you know i'm just thinking back to like when the children were younger and i would i would go do like a yoga thing over the weekend or you know like Mm -hmm that being able to fill up my own cup so that I can nurture other, like you were really good at protecting that space and being like, nope, mom's doing the thing and we're not going to bug her and stay out of the bathroom. And, you know, like just (laughs) where is the space? Where is the boundary that can be held? Um, And, and so I think that's the other way. It's feel like a bouncer with a clipboard. Like you're not on the list. You're not on the list. You're not on the list. (laughs) Turn around a blank piece of paper. Here's the list. <laughs> See, I'm not on it either. Nobody's on it. You cannot go in this bathroom. Yep. Yeah. So that's nice. the mother archetype. It's good. Now I want to guess what's next. Is Enchantress next? Enchantress. Wild woman. Nice. Wild woman. Medicine woman. Sometimes witch. Sometimes. Oh, all right. Enchantress. <clears throat> and this is the phase of life um, that we don't talk about the most culturally, at least in Western culture. So Mm. we can, if we're thinking about it in a lifespan of a person, you know, in our youth, we're in our maiden, in our reproductive years, we're in our mother. And then people want to go immediately to crone. And some of that has to do Mm. with like that triple goddess, maiden mother crone type of, um, you know. Things in three. Things in threes are sexy. They are absolutely sexy. 
And we miss out on this whole aspect that happens like once children have gained some independence uh, to a degree, nobody is really independent. And prior to like full menopause and um, wise woman phase, there's this time of life where, you know, a lot of people that I know treat this as kind of like the time of life that we just don't even talk about. Like it's, it's the, you know, time out of time or, or like kind of feeling lost or purposeless. Well, is this kind of equivalent to maybe the empty nest? Right. Where? Or midlife crisis. Right. Yep. Which you maybe have more time to like focus on yourself and be introspective when previously all your energy was going outward to right. children in the family and you know stuff like that. Yeah. And um it's it's a wild time and wild woman enchantress kind of a phase because this is often a very invisible time of life for people, um, particularly feminine beings. You know, we super value youth. We super value like the family unit culturally. So like what happens? Who am I outside of those roles? And, um, and, and how do I have a place in this world? And interestingly, or, you know, paradoxically, uh, that wild woman time of life is the time that we want to be seen and heard the most because internally there's an experience of like, I know some shit. Mm, Like I know some shit. I've seen some shit. I've experienced some shit. I have some contribution here and you know, it can be really frustrating and, and agitating to feel that internally and then not be seen mm. in uh, the same way that we did maybe when we were in our 20s uh, or even 30s. And so, mm. you know, that is, that's, that's kind of the outside uh, aspects of the wild woman. The wild woman is like <clears throat> um, the part of us that knows that can like zoom out and look at the bigger picture of yeah. life and, and recognize that like, Oh, today was hard and tomorrow will be better. Mm. And it will just keep, you know, going. There's a lot of uh, alchemy and like thinking about the lessons and that we've learned over time and evaluating what we've taken away. You know, I think that a lot of people in this time of life or this cycle, this part of their cycle do a lot of reviewing of, Oh Yeah. Had I known then what I know now as a as a young mother, I would have done X, Y, and Z differently, right. or yeah. I would have approach, approached life differently, or I wouldn't have, you know, said no to going on that European trip or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would have embraced those opportunities, and so um, it's really, really important for during that enchantress phase or or wild woman phase that there is. Um, you know, kind of an excavating of where there might be like mm. shame or disappointment and recognizing that it's okay. That like it brought you to where you are today and, and that's good. So the masculine counterpart 
It's either the, either the king or the lover, right? I don't know. Uh, the lover. Yeah. All right, thank God. Because the crone and the lover didn't seem like it would go. They might. I'm not saying it can't. Just saying. <laughs> Why does the lover make such a good fit? So the lover is um, a very feminine, masculine archetype. Like it, it's, okay. it's yeah. down on that, you know, end of the. It's about caring. It's about empathy. It's about yep. nurturing. Okay, <clears throat> nurturing, um, affirming. You know, a, like tending to. So, if there is an experience in the wild woman archetype of like kind of. I have, I'm having like a full range of emotion, anything from um, grief to grief and sorrow to like joy and excitement or, you know, not even really understanding or knowing necessarily words for what you're feeling and just kind of riding those waves. It's great within the masculine archetypes to, you know, support that with compassion and understanding and gentleness rather than like the warrior who would want to come in and fix things. And that's not a good idea, you know, or like the teacher who is going to be like, Oh, let me, you know, mansplain some shit to you. Um, you know, which is funny because, uh, I was thinking about this earlier, like in your, in your wild woman phase, listening to somebody explain something, could possibly fit into the mansplaining category that if you were in your maiden phase when you heard it, mm. you would have been interested and curious. So, you know, it's just it's just interesting how we receive things differently in different times of the month. Yeah. Or different oh, Jesus. archetypes that See, present. now, like, this is, like, monthly and over the lifetime. <laughs> ah, there's two sets of conversions I have to do? You do, yeah. Oh, my God. It's like that trivia question with, like, leaders and... Leaders per kilometer. And kilometers and, miles per and shit. <sighs> yep. Mind blown. Yeah. Um, you know what we need in this house? Uh, we could put it wherever. If we want to display it in the living room. Oh, okay. Oh, nice spot. Uh, or just the bedroom. <laughs> but like, can we just have like, basically, we each need four signs uh, and then just like a hook. Okay. So like. If you wake up and you just know, you just know what archetype you're you in. just put that on the board, put it on the hook. And I'll say, okay, that means I have to be this today. Uh huh. All right, I can do that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, who did you have make our mutual victory garden sign? Because maybe they could. Oh, yeah. I create... got it on uh, Etsy, so okay. it's probably in the order history. There's probably an Etsy shop that will create these little signs for us. Oh, that's that hilarious. You know. Yeah. We can give a shout out on mm-hmm. our podcast so mm-hmm. like 13 people know about this person after that then right it's like it's like similar to like a advent calendar except we're just like declaring archetype right <laughs> it's like the archetype board of the day and then <laughs> i'm just imagining like waking up first thing in the morning like okay you know what i'm awake this is what this is and i am in this so you have to adjust oh and then it could be like a conversation be like how you feel today hmm feel like the magician Oh, I was feeling mother, but all right, we can work with that. We can work with that. We can work with that. Right. And, then and where just, might conflicts arise? Oh, like between masculine uh-huh. and feminine archetypes? <laughs> I'm in my maiden, so you better be a magician. No, I'm in my king and deal with it. I'm in my king and your whimsy is pissing me off. <laughs> Pull it together. 
Pull it together, woman. Put some fucking shoes on. <laughs> we are going to the store. I thought about not your shoes. <laughs> we got ice cream earlier. We did. And as soon as like there was two times I had this thought while we had ice cream. Matt hates getting ice cream. We better. got well. I mean, I got I got heartburn. I have to like load up on tums when I get back. That's not even it. We were walking from getting our ice cream to like the little gazebo, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I was like, "Let's go to the romantic gazebo." And, it, and then I started walking uh-huh. at my pace. Yep. And then you're 15 feet behind me, <laughs> and I wanted to say, "Jesus Christ." How do you walk so slow? Yeah. Yeah. So then I just started walking. And I'm like, we are at that point in the marriage where I'm just going to walk and you're going to be behind me. And and if, I, and if I'm in my maiden, that's fine. Yeah. If I'm in my enchantress, yeah. not fine. Not fine. Why? Because then I'm invisible and you've left me behind and you don't love me. I have no. Words. I just, just as a, just as a heads up. I mean, if we're like, getting these, I, I understand. I, I have a pace, and I've scaled back. Like when we walked back to the car, mm-hmm. I, I scaled my pace back about fifty percent, and then still, I'm just like, could you walk like we're going somewhere? We're not though. We're going to the car. Oh my god, <laughs> we are not in any kind of hurry. Oh my god, I don't so know. Silly. This may be the biggest hurdle I have to climb. In- is my slow walking. Oh, my God. You and everybody else in my life. Oh, I'm, it is, I'm it's sorry. It's been almost 10 years, and I got to tell you. I'm not sorry. A whole lot. Because oh. I'm just walking slow. I'm tick not hunting my way through life. Well, you know what? We don't always have the time to tick not hunt it. And if we don't, I can rally. And we were getting ice cream. There is no reason I have to be rallying about walking to a gazebo. Actually, in the walk back, I'm like, I'm going to try to walk her pace and see what this is like. I'm like, I am not even moving. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. You're obviously not in your lover archetype right now because that lover archetype would be like, baby, I got you. Let's walk so slow. I'm going to hold your hand and kiss it. Yeah, not then. You're right. You got ice cream. You can't get ice cream and lover walks. Okay. It's a, it's a one or the other. Well, if we... Yeah. All right. You got ice cream. It's good to know. Yeah. I had to choose my whimsy. I wish you started that seven years ago. Yeah. I'm... I mean... Schedule your whimsy, damn it. I can work at it. And... You don't have to schedule your whimsy. You don't have to decrease your whimsy. I just want... What you would consider an overabundance of communication on whimsy. I'm thinking about this thing. I saw this thing. It caught my eye. I might do this thing. I'm going to do this thing. That's like the level. I think I've been doing way better. I was like, am I flying to Dublin this week? I mean, usually it doesn't go like that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, um... The wild woman or enchantress energy is the is typically right before bleeding happens. Okay, so this order is way off. Oh my god, there's an order, and the the month order is not the same as the life order. No wonder. No what? wonder. What do you mean? Yes, and it is. When is is maiden? What is maiden after the bleeding? And enchantress is before the bleeding, right? 
But Maiden in the lifetime comes before the Enchantress. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the life cycle, Uh it seems like it goes Maiden, Mother, Enchantress, Crone. It does. So then in monthly cycle, it seems like Enchantress, Maiden, Mother, Crone. Well, I mean, if you're going to... Oh my God, there's a well. What do you mean? If you're going to think about it like that, the bleeding would be the beginning. Like... If you think about when somebody is trying to track like pregnancy, oh my God. what they ask you at the doctor's office is when was the first day of your last period? Because that would be the beginning of your cycle. And that is the crone. That is oh the wise God. woman. This is why I need signs because I can't keep track of, this why I need of this. signs. As a one Virgo Kaffa, <laughs> I'm looking for order in this chaos. You would like notes. Yeah, or just, no, not even notes. I want this bat signal on the fucking sky saying, this is my thing today. Mm-hmm. I mean, we probably, I, I, it might be slightly off by a couple days, but we probably could create just map it right out on the oh, calendar yeah? for you, honey. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would love that. Okay. I would we, love We can so definitely much. make that happen. I was right. The archetype... Potential archetype of the week, highest probability. Let's put it in the work calendar. In the work calendar, so, in our Google calendar. Yep. Okay. And I'll just be like, uh, I'm going to do the magician this week, if mm-hmm. anyone's interested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next week, we can pencil in the lover. Okay. Okay. Sounds great. So. So, sorry. Before the bleeding is the enchantress. Right. Okay. Right before. And and because so the, the enchantress. Hmm? So, is that like the ovulating? No, ovulating is the mother. Oh, I have no idea. The like the time before you would bleed, which typically people would call like PMS time. Pims. Oh, okay. It's PIMS time. Okay, all right. You know, you what is wanted or needed typically in that time is a lot of like nourishing so and nurturing what I'm and hearing is caring. That when you're in PMS, I should make sure it's the witch time. I'll throw that around at some point and see how that lands. It's the witch archetype. <laughs> oh, I see you're in your witch phase. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, definitely. No, and I like sleeping inside. I'll never do that. And you will get to meet that witchy energy with... The lover. The lover. Lots of... N- Lovering. Nurturing. Lovering. Compassion. Compassion. I'm, I'm full of that kind of stuff. Feet rubbing. Yeah. Snuggles. Yeah. Snuggles. Heating pads. Heating pads. Yeah. You need a new heating pad, but yeah. Yeah. All right. I got it. I okay. Can do that. And uh, if if that wild woman energy is something that people want to cultivate mm. because it isn't prevalent in their life, mm. um, some things that you can do to cultivate it is like spend some intentional time on your own. Uh, allow whatever like feelings or emotions thoughts are like rising and swirling don't like squish them or dismiss them just kind of let them and also don't get like all wrapped up in them either they don't need to dictate how you be and you don't want to try to squish them Um, and also recognizing that in this you know when we're in this archetype there is a very tiny margin for bullshit so uh, tolerance of like time wasted, energy sucking, uh, that kind of stuff is is just so much more agitating than it would be in a different okay. uh, part of so the cycle. So the target area for bullshit is we would call two meters wide on the Death Star. <laughs> yes, two meters wide on the Death Star. Really small. Yeah, very very small. You gonna bring it home? 
And the final archetype. The crone. The crone. What's the nicer name for the crone? The wise woman. Wise woman. Yeah. That's cool too. Yeah. So this is about the time of uh, winter, the season of winter, the time of, and I don't, I think I didn't mention that Enchantress is fall. Well, I think if context clues. Yeah. Um, and the the crone, the wise woman, has that energy of much more like meditative internal focus. Mm. Um, and because really, it's its masculine uh, partner would be the king, and that's like the most grounded. Yes. Of the four types. Right. So in that scenario, it's actually the wise woman crone that supports the king energy. Um. So we've been talking quite a bit about how the masculine is supporting the feminine, which uh, energetically is important because the masculine is the giver and the feminine is the receiver. Um, and and then as we shift into the archetypes of wise woman and king, this is where that energy kind of shifts over and the wise woman is the support to the king. Hmm. If you think about it like... Um, you know, mythologically, or I guess, or like folklore kind of thing, it was important for kings to have like a wise woman seer mm. type of um, advisor yeah. to ensure that like a bigger picture is held mm. and um, things are not so spur of the moment. Yeah, the only example I can think of right now is from Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> Crown! Yeah, well, I mean, that was her role in that movie. It's like, yeah, the, for the sheriff. I can't. Think of another example. Can't think of another example. Maybe I'll try. Okay. Um, you know, and sometimes people I uh, consider like crone wise woman energy to be queen energy as well, or um, empress energy as well. Like this, this uh, overall wisdom, and yet that wisdom is delivered at in like very low energy hmm. and. Uh, you know, lots of space created around it. It isn't the wisdom of action and doing. It's hmm. the wisdom of seeing and being. Hmm. And uh, so it, while they won't complement each other, it seems like it's a similar to the magician, where it's more of a guidance type thing. Yes, but that like similar, but not necessarily. They would be compatible or work play off each other. You know what I mean? Like right. you wouldn't want the same archetype. Right. With the same archetype because then they don't really complement each other. Well, there's no polarity there. There's no like. Polarity, that's the word. You know, being able to, um, you know, like part of the intention of being in relationship, right, is like being able to see ourselves through somebody else's experience. Um, it's also an opportunity to learn and have an exchange of learning. And so if two archetypes are coming together and they're bringing kind of the similar things that doesn't create that energy of like, I'm here to learn from you and you're here to learn from me. Mm. Um, whereas if they're kind of in different poles of expression or experience, it creates balance. A dyad in the force. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Where are you right now? <laughs> Weird question. I right? mean, <clears throat> I keep joking that I'm ovulating, but I don't actually think that I am. I'm I'm in Maiden right now. I'm in Maiden. I'm like, where are we going? What are the yeah. trips? 
I'm going to go do a thing. Uh-huh. I have ants in my pants. Yeah, I was thinking that because yep. was it yesterday? I don't know. Where I was going to wake up early and go play golf at 6.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah. And you were like, can I come with you? Right, yeah. And we had talked about this in the fall. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just come with me. Sit in the car, drink coffee, and I'll putter around and play. Yeah. And yeah, like the if that's the, like the rebellion, we'll like call the board game rebellion. We're like, I'm mm-hmm. willing to learn this big game. Yep. It's when you're most down to learn about my nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that's, that's the thing where it's like, oh, this is this weird shit you like. Not only will I listen to you talk about it, but like, oh, it even like participate or watch, or, right. you know, in some. Right. Way. And anything that, you know, has to do with an adventure, you know, yeah. it's like all about the adventure. It's definitely like, I don't think it's also a coincidence where like, you know, two weeks ago, you're like, let's watch The Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, murk, murk. And now I, you're like, let's watch Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, yeah, let's watch it. Oh, let's this do is going to be good information to have then. This is always good information so I'm to think have. Of the movies that I love to have, like the movies, <laughs> I'm like, I want to watch this movie. I'm like, when is the best time? What to is ask the to best watch time to ask to watch this movie? Mm. And for me to be like excited about it. I mean, it's not yeah. like I would be like, no. Yes, you would. <laughs> the heck out of here. I think it would be more like, how about we watch Outlander <laughs> instead? Uh, see, I just got to figure out when the best time to ask to watch Predator is. And you know, the thing is, is like during. Um, during crone during that wise woman time of of my cycle like it is not the time that i can think about learning a new board game either it's yeah. like my brain is like no right that's Mm-mm. like when we get the coffee games right where it's like what can we play that we've played a lot before i can play something that, that like, doesn't take a whole lot of brain the space rule book doesn't even need to come out right or it's like two pages long front and back you know what i mean right Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and you know, and this can have an impact on our nap scenario <laughs> as well. <coughs> Mine is pretty consistent. So that I don't made know. you giggle, like, like I did not expect you to say that. Really? Like this kind of a serious effect on the nap schedule, right? Like, oh, I did not. So see that one coming during maiden napping is a waste of my time. I have way too many things that I want to do. Okay. And unless I get you to wake up at six in the morning, right? Unless it's like, oh wow, we got up is, really early. This is a game changer. <laughs> Once I figured that, that, you know what this is? This is going to be like patchwork. Mm. Patchwork is a two-player game mm-hmm. that we loved. Past we loved tense past tense. to play. Mm-hmm. I still love it. You don't love it. I'm never playing the game with you again because I figured it out. Like I and have, now. I can never win. No, you never win. I I mean, I won't say I've cracked the code. I figured it out. But like I have, I don't even, I couldn't explain this to you if you asked me. Total mastery of When we play, I just like, okay, I, these moves feel right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And I almost always end up beating you. Mm -hmm. This information. Yeah. I'm just hacking the mainframe. You absolutely are. Yeah. And everybody could hack this mainframe with in their partnerships amazing and regardless of like what the dynamics this will be the best year of my life (laughs) once i figure this out it may take 10 years to get this out but once i do Uh uh-huh it's like okay i got it (laughs) i got it this is gonna be awesome friends if i haven't plugged uh the benefits of marrying a virgo lately let me just tell you virgos will 
stick with something until they have figured it out, till they have mastered it, till they have a PhD in whatever that thing is that they want to figure out and master. And so when you're in partnership with one, particularly a double Virgo, Virgo sun, Virgo rising. It's like a double cheeseburger. It's like a double cheeseburger. (laughs) Double the awesome. Um, They will crack the code and you can be one of their like, greatest puzzles that they have solved well you're never gonna know a when i do it or if i do it (laughs) this is gonna be an eternal mystery for you (laughs) according to as far as you're concerned Hmm. just just accept the fact that i'm never gonna actually do this but at some point i will do it i'm not gonna tell you okay okay everything is just gonna be awesome Uh, everything's gonna be awesome I think that you are a little bit underestimating my ability to read where you are and what archetype you are in. Well, um. I haven't really <clears throat> tried to like be like self-reflective enough. Like I'm aware of the archetypes, mm-hmm. but I'm not like which one am I in this week or lately, you know, this season. I haven't actually gotten that far. I'm just like, eh, f it. Here's the here's the one I'm in right now, maybe. You don't want me to harness this. I 100% do. Oh my god. It it will it might be a little tricky though because sometimes I can course correct. I mean there's going to be the dominant archetype that I have and when I recognize that you are like fully in your like warrior I know that there are some things that I can push and some things that I cannot. Mm. So I can I can make, you know, quick adjustments. Um, that's bad information to have. Why? I think it's, it's like, great. This is a thing I want to do. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this thing. How could I not do it? Get in your magician fast. I probably won't get that good at I this. I don't think that you can do that. Now you're trying to get me to do that. <laughs> I'm not dumb. I mean, I'm not smart, but I'm you not dumb. You are so smart. Oh my God. <laughs> And, you know, the truth is, is that everybody can hack this um, way of interacting with one another. And, and these are just like the very basic archetypes, too. This is, mm. there are so many, a lot of people, and I think young, Jungian psychology would say we have around 12 that we cycle through regularly. Um, and some overlap with each other and some conflict with each other. And we've talked before about like there's certain archetypes that you bring to the table when you're dating someone compared mm, to right. like once <laughs> once you're in a long-term relationship and, and you've seen all the archetypes arrive at the what's dinner table the, at any uh, given time. What's the leaving the underwear on the floor archetype? Hmm. That didn't take long to get to. We got to it pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what archetype hmm. that would be. It's a good... I'm going to weaponize these archetypes. <laughs> wow! I mean, even harness the knowledge Says the warrior. to my extreme advantage. <laughs> Says I, the warrior is like, I'm going to win the archetype game. It's not winning. We're both going to win. We're both going to... We are always winning because it's mutual victory. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't figure out Enchantress music. Oh. I think we can all hear it. I'm feeling it right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. What is mm-hmm. it? It's lovely. Is that all I got? Um, Is that all I got? Well, you know what actually comes to mind when I think of Enchantress? I have an Enchantress playlist, actually, on oh, Spotify. Cool. I um, have uh, three out of the four male masculine archetypes on Spotify. 
You do? I do. Oh, that's cute. We could have a dance party. We're never going to have one of those. <laughs> I'll take you to one, drop you off and leave. But what is the what is the crone music? Crone music. Man, I don't know. It's sort of like I have no idea. All right. Well, is it some sort of like somber, like dirge? Dirge. Okay. All right. I'm gonna think about this because I'm gonna come up with a good. All right. I it to me, I always go to Stevie Nicks because for Crone. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wise I see that. woman. Yep. <clears throat> I see it. So pop quiz. Okay. Which archetype? All of them are great. Sorry. Which archetype would be the worst archetype for me to be in if you blew up one of my planets playing <laughs> Rebellion? <laughs> oh, that's good. Right? Um, mother. Mother. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If I blew up your rebel base planet mm-hmm. and you were in your mother phase, uh-huh. that's why I didn't do it. I I just I said this is not worth my Saturday. <laughs> but if I can get you in your crone, I'm going to do it. Okay, I'm pulling that trigger. Okay, literally. What is your favorite archetype? My favorite archetype of mine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it's not the mother. Wow. I want you to get out of that ASAP. Okay. Yeah, okay. I really do. I can't stress enough. Too much nurturing? I mean, maybe you'll go back to making some dinner once a week. Nah. <sighs> but all my gardening comes from my mothering. That's true. A lot of your outside beauty comes from my mothering archetype. Oh, so that goes in the bottom. Sorry. That's immediate number okay, four. Okay, okay, okay. Um... It might be Maiden because you seem to take an interest in my shit. That's great because <laughs> you seem like I, I'm. It feels it's not fair, but maybe it's like, oh, you're at, maybe you're actually listening to me when I talk about things I'm interested in. I mean, I'm always listening to you. Right. I'm not saying you're not. And but I get what you mean. Yes. Do you know what which of your archetypes is my favorite? Do you remember we talked about it before? I don't think we have but yeah we did did we is it magician yeah remember i was like hot for teacher yeah way to make it weird (laughs) way to bring it home and make it weird bring it home make it weird (laughs) you were in that archetype when i met you that's true predominantly Mm -hmm. and uh yeah like was there a book that you read that explained these archetypes that you read like as a source of inspiration or um there's a lot of them so there's one um called lunacy which is cool and then there's like the og meredith gray book uh like from dirty dancing that's jennifer gray no maybe it's not meredith gray then what is it no miranda it's miranda gray See? Maiden uh, called Red Moon. It's called Red Moon. Word. It's way more about like 
menstruation phases then oh, okay. like just talking about like the archetypes outside so like of menstruation of physical phases you go through then no, no? i mean just related to which phase of the moon okay do you line up with in your oh my cycle? god i've not even thought about the moon oh my god this is a whole that's other a whole other level level because some people their archetypes line up with the moon's archetype oh. not necessarily like their you know, if somebody doesn't bleed, right? If and is moving through feminine archetypes, which is totally possible, then we're talking about like the maiden is the waxing moon, oh and the we mother is the full moon. We have to, we have to hit pause. <laughs> we have to totally pause. Totally pause. Before we get into the moon cycles, it's very layered. It's a lot of information. Going yeah, on. I know. This is going to take a lifetime to decipher. I wish I had a decade to <clears throat> get this going. Man, I'm a wasted time. You have. So much time, honey, to, to just get to learn all my archetypes. All right. Well, I better get on it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, friends. This is Matt. This is Jeannie. Thank you. 